0: All right. Good morning, folks. Sitting here in my uh, my uh, shop here, building some hickamores, and and just uh, thinking about some things. How the world spins round, and and uh, I don't know where everybody gets their information, or what goes through their heads, but uh, some of the stuff people come up with is crazy. So. We uh you know, we're we're ranchers and we're in the beef industry. And uh that's contains more than just riding your horse around whistling a song and so we do our deal a little bit different. We sell some calves, you know, at the sale barns and whatnot, and we sell some calves to some cow buyers, but we also do process beef and and, and sell it privately. Uh, it's kind of a good deal, and it's and it's really where where our whole operation's headed. That eventually we we really won't probably sell any calves, uh, at all, at a sale barn or or to a cow buyer, but we'll sell them all as processed beef. Uh, you know, one of the biggest problems we have there that keeps us from from doing that now is is uh, we've got to get them processed and getting in uh getting kill dates and getting into the butcher shop is is not easy so uh what we're gonna have to do is um we've been talking about it we're actually thinking about just hiring our own butcher and uh you know i get a kid fresh out of butcher school or find a good kid that wants to become a butcher and send him to a butcher school and and he works maybe exclusively for me Anyways, with that being said, uh, you know that's a good good career opportunity whether you work for me or or anybody else or just yourself. Um, so many people are wondering about what to do today and how to make a living, and and they they think about all of the possibilities. You know, could I be an astronaut, a rocket scientist? Could I be? Uh, whatever you know could I could I you know be an accountant an attorney a doctor and if you're anything like me inside work doesn't really suit you like I can't the last couple days right here in Texas we had quite a bit of snow and so I really didn't do a whole lot and when I say quite a bit I mean like four inches and it made everything snowy the first day and the second day was wet and mucky so I just kind of stayed in and tinkered around in my shop and built some hackamores and bridles and, but I'm not really made to sit inside too much. So this morning at uh four twenty one AM I simply could not sleep anymore. I usually don't get up till no, I try to sleep till six, but usually get up earlier than that, usually. Um five thirty sometimes. But this morning I woke up four five. I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to get up and do something. There's a lot of people like me. And when you stop and think about it, those of us that like to move around and those of us that aren't content to just sit in a building all day, nothing wrong with those of you that are doing that for us, but some of us ain't geared that way. Well, you could go and become a butcher. Pretty damn good trade. As long as people eat, you will never, ever be out of work. It's a great trade. Well, anyways, that's what keeps us from, from uh, selling pretty much all our beef as custom-ordered, privately, you know, dealt with. Because we could sell it all that way, but, but you just can't keep up with the demand because we don't have enough butchers. So if you're a young man or a young woman... That wants to make a living it's actually a very nice living it's not a dirty bloody gory mess you know hire you some hunting crazed redneck that loves to kill stuff and have him uh, slaughter the animals um tell him he can have the gut piles for coyote bait or whatever and uh of course you get a you get a butcher them. You get a hang them. It's a clean job. It has to be cleaner. They'll shut you down. So, being a butcher, it's a great trade. Check it out. Now, with that being said, uh, back to my deal. I don't know where people get their information or, or uh, what goes through their heads or, or what rumors circulate worldwide because i do not watch the news i just decided it's all bad hell even the weatherman can't tell you nothing good if it's drier than hell and hot he he complains about the heat and if it you're gonna get be blessed with some moisture he tells you how horrible it is so i don't even watch the news anymore i don't really give a crap and i've had people tell me it's good to stay up on current events and know where things are headed and all you got to do is watch the people, that watch what, what society's doing, and then just do the opposite. you will know, usually be all right. However, uh, I did have a lady ask me the other day if we sold beef privately, and I said, yeah, cut and package or you go beef privately. And I said, yeah, we do. I says I'm kind of sold out right now. We told her the reason, you know, we can't keep up with it. Anytime we get a few to kill, everybody wants it it's quick, and she wants to know if it's non-GMO, if it's not some other vaccinated deal. Apparently, she said people have been vaccinating; uh, they've been vaccinating meat with with uh, the COVID vaccine. And uh, she wanted it 100% grass-fed, basically. Absolutely nothing put in that animal but grass and water. So I'm going to educate you here today. I don't know all the things out there that people are afraid of. I don't know all the things out there that people uh, have problems with. I will tell you this. When you buy your beef from me, Uh, it's been implanted with RALGRO. When we brand our calves, we implant them. Okay? Makes them grow. If you don't know what RALGRO is, Google it. Check it out. Find out all the good and bad stuff yourself. Because I ain't going to take the time to explain it to you if you don't know what it is. Secondly, if our animals are sick or or lame or need some help, I'm going to give them an antibiotic. Usually, uh... Unless it's worse, usually uh, LA-200 uh, is kind of the go-to cattleman's drug, antibiotics. So there again, if you don't know what that is, check it out. If you don't want to take the time to check it out, I don't want to take time to explain it to you. Um, uh, we also use Batrol. Uh, Draxin's a really good drug. Um, we do vaccinate them. Okay. Our cattle are born, our calves are born out on thousands of acres of uh, what we consider some of the best land in North Texas. Now it's pretty rough, rog- rugged rocks, trees, snakes, hogs, coyotes, mountain lions. They drink out of great big uh, muddy tanks and Kickapoo Creek. and, and uh, They're not born in a barn, they're born out there on the range. And them them calves, uh, they it's kind of a survival of the fittest deal out there. When they run on their mamas, and then when we brand them, we give them a vaccination eight way shot and whatnot. But but uh, so they're not in one hundred percent antibiotic and vaccination and hormone free we give them that uh then that steroid every you know we'll we'll implant them and everything and then we do it because the bottom line is we take care of our animals and uh you know it kind of boils down to to survival in the business so more pounds more beef more dollars and uh those healthier, bigger, stronger calves have a better survival rate. Now, as far as the GMO deal, the non-genetically modified whatever, y'all need to wrap your head around this. Anybody that's trying to sell you non-GMO beef has hidden that animal from about everything and everyone. It's nearly impossible to get one a non-gmo beef of any you know they don't want anything run through them. let me tell you why like for example when we go out there to, to check our cows or something like that or, or get a good look at them the country's so big and there's so many trees and rocks and hills and whatnot they can hide in that we do cake them a lot and they come to cake and then i can look them over as they come to cake and they get a little sub a little treat little snack uh helps beef them up, put a little weight on them. When the grass gets dry, the cake really helps out. Uh, that that cake has all sorts of vitamins, minerals, salts, proteins, whatever, um, sugar, molasses. They love it. I'll guarantee you some of the green ingredients, a lot of the ingredients, if not all of those ingredients, are probably some sort of genetically modified i don't know a man in the cow business who does not especially you know in the south that does not feed cake cow cubes so so uh, there you go you feed corn to your to your animals if you feed any corn to them just just regular cracked corn let's say or, or whole corn uh if that corn, in any way, shape, or form, was genetically modified to fit the environment in which it was grown, you're out. Now you don't have. Now you don't have a non-GMO beef. Okay. Your wheat. If you uh, you just graze them, you say I'm not going to feed them any hay because I don't want any weed sprayers or anything like that on them. I'm just going to graze them, and then calves go from. Straight grass was never getting shot, never getting cake, and then in the winter time let's say you run them on wheat, and that winter wheat is genetically modified to grow and thrive and take the winter. Boom, you're out. See where I'm headed with this. Uh, calf goes to the cell barn, cow goes to the cell barn, let's say she's bred. She stands there waiting her turn in line to go through and be sold. You decide that you're going to buy her and get her calf and feed it nothing but grass and have a non-GMO calf to eat yourself. While that cow is standing there at the cell barn waiting her turn to go through, she munches at the feed bin on the pellets that are, that are in it that have all these genetically modified ingredients in them. And she passes that on to the calf while it's in their belly. Boom, you're out. So, for those people that are only wanting to eat perfectly natural stuff, uh, I don't even know what to tell you. You know, you can't even eat venison because you don't know where the deer went. and It ate off the farmer's haystack, out of the corn feeder, off of the wheat field. You're not going to get away from that. So, so, uh, I'm here to to break your heart, and uh, let those of you know uh, that, that don't know how that works that's how that works so getting a, a non-genetically modified uh, piece of meat is very difficult very very difficult and uh I know people are saying that it causes cancer and mutations and abortions and and uh, hearing loss and and uh, penis shrinkage and belly growth and third nipple growing whatever you want to say it sorry, I'm not trying to get gross but um i I really couldn't tell you all that. Oh, and I'll tell you, well, studies have shown this, studies have shown that. Sometimes you got to be a little bit careful about who's doing the study. So uh, all I know is that that we, uh, I have my own grain mix that I mix for, for my uh, calves that I'm feeding. And uh, for those of you who want to know what it is, um, it's alfalfa pellets and it's uh, whole oats and it's corn, so, so that's what, and then they get pre-choice hay, you know, um, so anyways, that's what you got, so I just thought I'd try to educate you a little bit, again, I don't know what all people are afraid of, or, or, you know, the gluten thing, I don't understand that, I mean, people have been eating bread for thousands of years and all of a sudden nobody can eat it anymore you know don't you think that maybe uh, maybe you spend a little too much time eating cold cereal and sitting on the couch and screwing your body up so um, everybody wants a simpler life so my advice is to to go get one and and when i say go get one That means get rid of all the things that complicate it. Get rid of all the things that complicate life. Um, Life's a struggle. It's not easy. It's hard. So if you need to... uh, If you need to... you know, have a talk with yourself and and realize that even if you simplify your life, it's still going to be difficult. You know, then you need to have that talk, I guess, with yourself because you need to realize that that, uh, anything worth having, you're probably going to break a sweat to get it. And uh, you need to understand how things work and you need to not worry yourself to death. You know, the human brain was not in my opinion, was not really made to take on the problems of the world. That's why back in the old days, it was a lot simpler time because uh, people did not fill their minds with all this clutter uh, that from, from everywhere. You know, social media is the worst because you can see the horrible weather in Wisconsin and you can see the beautiful weather in uh, San Diego and you can see uh, the tornadoes in Texas and and uh, the huge boa constricting snakes that are turned loose in the Florida Everglades. So you can see the horrible stuff of every part of the country. You can see a little bit of the good of every part of the country. And it destroys your happiness because it it basically uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? Basically, basically tells you that everything's better everywhere else, you know. And it takes your focus away. So you need to you need to have that focus. Um, and you need you need to worry about you. If you want a simpler life, go get one. But there again, you need to get rid of all the things that complicate it. And you need to figure out uh, what the word simple means. Simple might mean that you do not have uh, television. Okay? That you don't worry yourself or plague yourself with, with television. Now, some people like to watch television and some people don't. Some people take it too far and watch too much of it. Or maybe you have a television, but you don't have anything that you pay for. Like, I know people that, that, uh, struggle to make ends meet financially, but yet they have, like, a hundred and whatever dollar, uh, television package on their, on their dish TV or whatever. So they can watch all the games and they can get all the programs and, and, uh, you know, and then at the end of the year, you know, you got, let's say it's $100 a month. You got $1,200 at the end of every year. And those people have never had an extra 1200 bucks. but that's where it goes. So if you want to simplify your life, maybe you can get rid of that. Um, or, or, you know, those people that say they want a simpler life, maybe they need to sit back and realize that not all their kids need their own phone. Maybe we just need to cut back and use a landline. Um, Or if we do have a cellular phone, you know, the kids don't really need all their own stuff. If you do want a simpler life, maybe you don't need to go out to the movie theater all the time and see the latest upcoming movies. And that's why most people can't have that. Can't live that. It's really not a lack of funds or not a lack of... Whatever, it's just a lack of discipline. Which is why people want or they need the the gluten-free this and they they don't think they can eat the the fat off of that. I'll tell you right now, all of the people that I know that will eat all of the fat off a T-bone steak... And uh, salt the hell out of their food and eat eggs and lots of butter for breakfast and and coffee and those people are all some of the healthiest people I know some of the workingest people I know and it seems like the people that have all the answers and try to tell you that you can't eat all this stuff that people have eaten for thousands of years those are the most unhealthy people that I know you know and and there's a difference between a bicep and a tricep a bicep is nothing but a showroom floor like i i see all the all the time i've i've had them work for me these kids that you know they're they're they work out and they got muscles and they're and they're what uh, people call them ripped you know six packs and biceps and all this and that But I'll guarantee it'd blow your mind at how many of them will about shit their pants when I tell them to pick up a solid oak railroad tie and plant it three foot in the ground. Uh, The triceps, the, the workhorse, the biceps, nothing but looks. If you want a simpler life, I personally believe one of the best meals I've ever eaten is a homemade hamburger. And we do raise our own beef, and we do vaccinate them. We do give them shots when they when they're sick. Now now obviously, a sick animal is not going to be slaughtered because he's going to lose weight when he's sick, and he's not going to eat that much, and he's going to fall off. and I want them animals slaughtered when they're fat and shiny and healthy and beautiful, so we don't we don't kill them and eat them when they're sick. You know, again, the shit that people come up with is mind-boggling. Uh, and and we don't we don't do that. You know, you're gonna get out of something what you put in it, and so like when it comes to to our cattle and our land and and whatnot, we take pretty good care of it. Because if we take good care of the land and the cattle, it takes good care of us. And uh, you know, cattle ranching is becoming more and more and more of of a dying thing. Uh. I'm going to tell y'all something, the way that God created these animals, they cannot live their whole life in a small pan or a feedlot. They need to graze. They're born to graze. They need to graze, and they need lots of acres. You know, where I live right here, uh, it probably takes 20 acres to run a cow, maybe 25. You know, some places back east, it might take an acre or two. Per animal unit to run a cow all year, but here it takes about twenty to twenty-five acres. Twenty acres, probably for sure, to run a cow all year. Um. So and and they're made to graze. They'll live longer. They'll reproduce better. They'll stay cleaner. Uh. You know, and so yeah, the grass-fed thing's good, but but we do finish them on grain. You know, and so. Uh, if you don't like that, you should probably, uh, you know, do something else. But that's what we do. So we finish them on grain. So those of you that, that say that you want non-GMO fed this or this or this, I need you to stop and think about that. Because really, your chances of getting that are so slim. Even if they just run clear out there and you never, ever touch them and they're just out there on the, on the you know, on the range like ours are, the neighbor's flying overhead and he's spraying all of his mesquite street trees with a chemical that'll kill him. And because he's 300 feet above the trees or 200 feet or 100 feet and he dusts those trees with that chemical when some of it drifts across the fence and your cow eats it, you're out of that that non-GMO thing. You're totally out. So, um, And trust me, that's not killing you. It's all the other shit that you put in your body that's killing you. The soda pop, the, uh, candy bars, the McDonald's, uh, French fries, and the greasy foods, and the Allsup's burritos, and <laughs> whatever else. It's all that shit that's killing you. It, it's not your homemade beef and coffee. So, just thought I'd educate you a little bit. I'm gonna get back to work here, um... Kind of tinkering along, trying to get some hackmores built and shipped off this morning. So, get some finished up. Uh, have a good one. Uh, remember, the world's yours, and it'll be exactly what you make it. And don't plague your brain with all the crap that everybody else do. And you just worry about you, and you stay in your lane, and and uh, don't worry about all the government and everything else. Just remember, if you're your own guy, when the time comes. All you got to do is say, no, it ain't happening to me. And you just go on about your business. So this is Scott Hume from somewhere on the plains of Texas. Have a good one.